0: Listen, I say listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord, make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God, fill in the valleys and level the mountains and the hills, straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places, then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all, all people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. O Zion, messengers of good news, shout from the mountaintops, shout it louder, O Jerusalem! Shout it and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. So Satan comes and tries to take the word out of your heart, the word of God. If he is successful, he gets your joy because joy is a product of something that was spoken by God. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength, when you lose your joy, you become weak, you become helpless, unable to overcome. You become an open target for Satan's attacks. So remember what Nehemiah said, The joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8, verse 10. God's word produces joy, and joy produces strength. So here we are in the book of John 16, and you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, says the Lord, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man can take away from you. We have seen that if no man can take your joy, neither can Satan. He does not have the legal right to do that unless you give him that right. So let's fill our cups with joy as we feast on the Word of God. You are listening to The Gospel Trail. Well, this is where I come to hear the gospel. You know, I I put in some blinds in the bedroom yesterday, and uh, I bought them, and it says... You know, fox, faux wood blinds. I always wondered about that word. You know, the uh, there's the that's a French word, isn't it? Yeah, there's fox leather jackets. You know, wouldn't you want? It sounds so good. You know what? You know what the word faux means in French? No, I do not. Fake.
1: Fake. Fake <laughs> blinds.
0: So Fake wood. So, so there. You know, they talk about in the Bible. Um, in uh, Romans, don't they talk about the, the fox gospel?
1: Yes, good job.
0: My apologies to the French-speaking people out there. It's pronounced foe.
1: Good job, good job.
0: Romans one twenty eight through 32. You know, at, uh, the message version, it starts out, since they did, didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. Ooh. You know, that's, Didn't that just happen before the fall of Rome? You know, it's uh, and sometimes I think history is repeating itself. You know, God is not going to rewrite the Bible. So we should stop trying to change scripture when it's written to change us.
1: Very good. There we go. Boy, that got going. Wow. That was so so
0: deep. And what I'm what I'm getting at is uh, the Bible talks about when Jesus is going to return. Yes on that day, and it it uh didn't sound like things were going too well before that day, just as it was in Rome
1: yeah, I think we're uh experiencing that in our day
0: yeah matthew twenty four thirty six but of that day, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, only my father knows and that's that's the day I wanted to you know focus on today. That day has got to be on God's calendar and i'm not looking to find out what that day is but uh, just how the bible defines what that day is we're looking at the feast of trumpets today and how it's meant it is mentioned in the uh, new testament quite a bit as analogies or or uh, you know in that day this will happen and they sort of refer to the you know the day of trumpets or the feast of trumpets the appointed time of the king returns in the mystery of the feast of trumpets.
1: Yeah. Why don't Why don't I start out in prayer? Yes. Is that appropriate? Got yes. It, everybody. That
0: helps pull all this confusion. No, I'm just and um, get us focused.
1: Um, because I love, I love the studies. I'm I'm glad uh, I'm glad you brought up the feast of trumpets because I learned so much. I learned so much, and I can't wait to get into that. So I'm just going to pray, Father. We come to you as needy men and women, sons and daughters. And Father, in Jesus' name, we just just invite you to inhabit. Inhabit the airwaves. Inhabit the hearts of everyone that's listening. Inhabit the ears of everyone that's listening. Lead and guide us in all that we do, Lord, because uh, your day is coming, your day that you're coming back, and we're excited for that. So we just give this time over to you, Lord. Uh, Bless it. Lead and guide us. show us um, what we need to say and what we need to uh, uh, explain to people uh, at, uh, on the airwaves. Lord, we uh, we look to you and we depend on you and we trust you. You are a good, good father, and you are, as we always uh, realize that He is, he was, and he's going to be the same today forever as he was yesterday. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. 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 So, Don, can you put us on on the right track? Um, you know, what what's the what's the story about this this feast?
2: Technically, Rosh Hashanah is means the head of the year, mm-hmm. but we can't take that too seriously because it didn't receive that name until about 150 years after Jesus rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. So, um, as a result. Uh, we need to take it basically the way the scripture has it, which right. is it's the beast of trumpets. Um, and it is mentioned several times in the Bible, but not really emphasized a lot. And it really doesn't say much in the Bible about what happens. Uh, but there is a lot of tradition that has become associated with it. And um, But it basically means the blowing of trumpets in both Leviticus 23, 24, and also Numbers 29, 1. But, Kevin, you mentioned a couple of verses in the New Testament that were sort of speaking of this uh, feast, and uh, I'll let you take it from there.
1: Yeah, what uh, as Kevin's looking for that, uh, when I was doing uh, my research and looking at uh, of that, um, in Leviticus 23, it says it, it was a feast ordained by God for the Israelites to remember all that God had done. Various offerings, uh, and it's celebrated uh, this week, I believe, isn't it? I think that's correct. Um,
0: yes, it is. It should be pretty close to the publication something. of this right. podcast that um, we're talking now.
1: Uh, various offerings were to be brought. Uh, was a call to stop work and remember the Lord throughout the day they would hear the sound of the trumpet, or shofar, represented the feeling of anticipation that the Lord would show himself again as he had to uh, Moses at Mount Sinai. Um, Represents the second coming of Christ. Yep,
0: yep, that's what... uh, And
1: then uh, it goes into, as uh, Don had said, Rosh Rosh Hashanah, um, um, which believe on this day God created the heavens and the earth, believe that Adam was created today. And Samuel was born this day. Uh, also that the first temple was dedicated on a... Um, uh, Sandy? Yes.
3: Is there any way you might work on your uh, sound? I can hardly... I'm just picking up bits and pieces of what you're saying, sir.
1: I suppose because I was looking down reading this instead of... Is that better right <laughs> Much, now? much,
3: yeah. much better. Thank oh, you. Oh,
1: boy. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I wonder if any of our listeners heard that. Oh, they'll, they'll hear yes. it. I'll boost it up. Can just continue. Um, it is the time that God um, will. Come
0: on, yeah, First Thessalonians four, chapter four, verse sixteen says, "For the Lord Himself will appear with the declaration of victory, the shout of an archangel, and the trumpet blast of God." Now that's that, that I have to stop right there. Can you imagine a trumpet blast of God? Ooh. <laughs> you know, i mean Mount Sinai with uh, the people down there and God out of heaven blasting. I've seen, I've seen paintings of that, but uh, blasting a trumpet or somebody blasting it for him. But he will descend from the heavenly realm and command those who are dead in Christ to rise first. Now, is that is that is that the day, the day of the the day we're speaking of, or I don't believe it's I don't believe it's uh, we're talking about the rapture specifically, but uh, the day on His calendar when uh, the Lord returns. And why why do they why do they blow trumpets, Don?
2: Well, they blew trumpets because of victory, also because of battle, going into battle. Um, and, um, and to note new moons, when there was a new moon, they would have a trumpet blast, except for the new moon that ushered in Rosh Hashanah. And then the trumpet blasts were much longer than usual. Uh, yeah, there's a whole area that, uh, of different kinds of blasts of the trumpet that, uh, to be honest, I don't really see it as terribly relevant, but
0: well, that I, I think it is with, uh, you know, first Thessalonians says, uh, um, and the trumpet blast of God, um, declaring victory,
2: mm.
0: you know, so mm-hmm. there, there's your, uh, you know, going into battle or declaring victory, um, Jesus' return the second time that we're all waiting for and we're looking for that day. And we should be looking for that day because the Bible, you know, um, suggests that we do. And uh, those who are looking will find it. Um, the shout of the archangel and the trumpet blast of God. The Lord himself will appear with the declaration of victory. And I think that 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 is the day that... Uh, That is the day we're waiting for.
1: Amen. That's exactly right. And, um, you know, I think about how trumpets were used or what uh, they were being obedient. um, In Joshua 6, 4 through 20, it talks about Jericho's walls falling down as they blew the trumpets. Right. The walls, miraculously, I mean, think about that. Yeah, the walls fell down by the blowing of the trumpets. And in Revelation 8, I was reading about, you know, it's got the seven trumpets sound. Uh, as to the end times uh, are approaching, there's seven trumpets that are stated in Revelation. So uh, the whole idea of trumpets and heralding the return of Jesus Christ is all throughout the Bible, heralding him coming and heralding him coming again.
0: Yeah, that marking marking events, important events.
1: That's exactly right. This was also
2: um, a new year, and. Right. Um, that was how it was celebrated. It was the civil New Year in contrast with the spiritual New Year. The spiritual New Year was on Passover, and um, but this was the new year in terms of the calendar um, and considered very, very important spiritually as well, uh, even though we talk about Passover being the spiritual New Year. This was an important day because it was leading up to Um, Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, and consequently people were starting to get ready for their evaluation. It was an annual evaluation of how well are you doing? Are you to be written into the Book of Life or not? And this all depended upon how the evaluation came out. And technically the evaluation takes place between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, but it's prepared for the entire month before Rosh Hashanah. Um, And uh, so it was a rather important thing. And maybe I should say this, um, the Book of Life for the Jewish people is very different from Christians. The Book of Life has to do with whether you were allowed to live for the next year. Right. And so consequently, if you didn't pass the evaluation, it was expected that you would die during the year so uh, quite a uh, quite a momentous time
1: yeah, as you were saying that Don I, I when I was uh, reading uh, it's uh, it was that ten days was a time for prayer and repentance. there's a word repentance okay yep um, it is a time and this is what I, I read in one of the commentaries it is a time that God will decide who lives or dies that year, just as you were saying, Don, you know, as as, uh, the evaluation. Jews take a deep look into their lives and evaluate their relationship with God. And that's what really hit me, is me to look back at the last year. What has my relationship been like with God during the last year on a month-by-month basis, or even a week-by-week basis? And that evaluation, I think, is important for each of us. Uh, that are listening or participating in the gospel trail is that we need to evaluate, we need to look at, and we need to set aside time and explore our hearts and spend time with the Lord um, as he tells us about, or, you know, uh, as we decide or as we reconcile with him, any of the things that have happened in the last year. You know, I think we don't, um, we don't, hold each other I I don't hold myself accountable before God as much as I should so that's what came out of all of this for me is that evaluating my life and my relationship with God and that setting aside that time that solemn time because it's a holy time uh, to evaluate uh, where I'm at with him am I growing am I expanding the kingdom am I glorifying him or am I self-centering Mm-hmm. And am I getting caught up in the world and getting distracted? That's a word that we use uh, a lot. Uh, am I rising above the noise? Am I rising above the noise? Or I am, am I just a part of what the world is saying? Just as you said in the beginning, uh, Kevin, about, you know, he isn't going to change.
0: no. His God word is not going to change. He's not going to change his, word, that's right. his for, word for us.
1: That's right. And that's what we've He's already tried put to do. it there for us. That's right. And that's what this country, and that's what we've tried to do, is to rewrite uh, history. And yeah, rewrite, rewrite what he said. How many times or, or do you hear talk. the
0: word historical? Yes. Just, uh, I'll let it stay right there. Right. <laughs> that's a, I, Isaiah twenty-seven thirteen. um uh talks about the great trumpet sounding on a, on a great day of deliverance. And, uh, I think, I think the, uh, the 10 days of repentance or, or mourning, Mm -hmm. as some say is, uh, you know, why would they be mourning? But, uh, because, you know, like I I was reading Ezra earlier today, we might, might want to go into that chapter one of these weeks, but, uh, i mean he was he was in mourning because of of people um were not listening to the word of god they were he was he was living you know in i think it even said in close proximity to people who are you know continually leading bad lifestyles and doing evil to each other and uh if the trumpet is i mean we go we go through those ceremonies i'm trying to trying to think of you know. What what is the purpose of that t- ceremony or the feast of trumpets? Because uh, the original, because things change over over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as uh, interpretations, or we get so used to going around the mountain, and that's what uh, Isaiah was talking about. Um, many of my people are now lost in Assyria. Some have run away to Egypt, but at the time, but at the time, a great trumpet will be blown all of those people will come and worship the lord on that holy mountain in jerusalem and and there again the trumpet is blown um 10 days of repentance r- realizing that where i am with the lord i mean that could be pretty sad you know um i didn't recognize wow. him oh, that he's coming
1: oh, my. oh you
0: know um all these all these years i just I just went with, you know, the in world's interpretation or or uh, my own interpretation for my own convenience. But if you know that the day is there, I mean, we're supposed to act as um, be looking for that day, which means we should be keeping our heart right mm-hmm. and our relationship with God right now. Not That's why he doesn't tell you he's coming on next Thursday, because Wednesday night— There's going to be be a lot of crying going on. Yeah,
1: and just even, (coughs) Kevin, uh, I'm uh, I'm getting undone here. But even
0: yeah, I mean, even the I'm I'm suggesting that yeah, even the uh, Isaiah and and uh, Ezra, um, who was a descendant from Aaron, who was on the mountain, you know, the stories passed down in that family, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, Ezra mourned when he read the Torah about. And this is 446 B.C. because he read that God's desire is to reclaim his people way back then. And again, the Bible points towards the gospel. I can't find a verse that does not.
2: What was the word you used that is sort of a synonym of sorrow? Um, It was really an interesting word. Um,
1: Is it what you had read uh is it, I, is it
0: something I read out of the Bible here? Or?
2: You you just mentioned it in passing. Yeah. Mourning? Uh, was it, it mourning? Uh, morning?
0: Morning? Yeah, it could have been a God word. It's not stuck with me, though. Okay.
2: It's interesting that you use that word because that is really what this is all about, is mourning your sins, being sorrowful for your sins, um, being very taken back by that because it shows genuine, the idea is it shows genuine repentance. Yes. Um, and repentance is what this is really all about. Um, but it's interesting that the Jewish people, when, when they came to this, you know, the repentance could be genuine, and certainly the sacrifices that would be made on Yom Kippur as well as on uh, Rosh Hashanah, would help to atone for that, and yet there was also sense to be a need to be able to be free of this, and so they developed this um, custom that's called the Tashlik, and the Tashlik is where you go to a body of water, and first of all, you empty your pockets, and the idea is you get rid of those sins that so easily stick to you, just like crumbs stick in your pocket. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you get rid of those, you throw them into the water, and sometimes they will throw um, rocks into the water representing the sins. And, um, and so you're getting rid of the sins in a physical, tangible way that represents that. Um, and there is one rabbi that said the nice thing about emptying your sins into the river is that no one's there to talk about it. The fish see them, but they can't say anything.
0: And they're so and they're and, a, and they're washed away, i mean yeah they do it's not buried like like not like in a stagnant pool or a lake they you know that they remain the river yeah. denotes they're washed away,
1: yeah, and he washes away our sins,
0: he does, he has
1: yeah, buried
2: in the deep of sea,
1: yeah, I mean you recall in the last i don't know twenty years or whatever, too as I remember having um symbolic where we would write down our sins or things we wanted to get rid of on a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. And we would burn them. We would throw them into the right. fire. Burn to them. be consumed. And that's what this this whole feast, I mean, Kevin, I mean, it was getting to me because I was thinking, yeah, if he was to come this day, how how close am I to him?
0: Are we ready? Are we ready? Are
1: we ready? Are we ready? Are we You know, are we doing what he's called us to do? Are we abiding in him? Are we close to him? Have we drawn near? Are we seeking him with all of our heart? And uh, I was just convicted. It's like, no. You know, and here I can can fool myself thinking I'm seeking him, and I am seeking him, and I am spending time with him. But Mm -hmm. the gravity of all this hit me. I mean, it's like, you know, evaluating my life at this moment in my life, and I want to be close. I don't want to be uh, like the the uh, ones with their lampstands, where they didn't weren't prepared. They didn't have no. the oil. No. They didn't have the oil. They didn't have that. They were not ready for the bridegroom's coming.
0: Yep. They burnt all the oil for some other purpose.
1: Oh. This
0: is Jonathan Kahn, September twenty sixth. Hey, that's just like it was yesterday, September twenty sixth. 2020 is the year he's calling people to return in humility and repentance unto our God and to receive his Holy Spirit and power the seven trumpets the seven final trumpet blasts that's the trumpets we've been talking about today and what are the purposes of these blasts well is to pray blast number one the purpose and power of god on earth we pray lord that your purpose and power prevails and we know it will over the earth the second trump and you can join in too is the power to break down walls just like at jericho the trumpet has power to break down walls and where does that power come from well it says it's the last trump trumpets of the lord That sound just exudes power and his return. Trumpet three, return and repentance, that we shall return back to our first love and repent for that which we need to repent from. The word repent just in itself means to turn, to turn towards Jesus. The fourth trumpet, celebrates the power of salvation and the new birth. The fifth trumpet celebrates the anointing and the victory of God. The sixth trumpet celebrates the power of revival and outpouring. And the seventh trumpet remains a mystery because it's prayer for the will of God beyond what we know let's join in with this multitude that gathered in Washington, D.C. And I believe me, it is a multitude. Join us in multitude worship.
4: The first trumpet, the unleashing of the purposes and power of God on the earth. Pray for it. Pray for it. We pray, Lord, for your power to be Breaking forth on the earth, Lord in Father, in fullness, the power of God of heaven. When you hear the sound of the shofar, then give a shout to the Lord. Let all walls be be broken broken down. down. Sure, with the most beautiful name, Salvation, and all that it means to break forth America and the world. of acts to become all that god has called us to be by his spirit the power of the anointing pray for it lord anoint everyone here in this national mall and anoint everyone watching in america and everyone watching throughout the earth and let your anointing go forth Loose, break forth in the name of Yeshua Jesus, and the seventh trumpet, and this is the mystery the seventh trumpet that which is above anything we have asked, the will of God, beyond what we know. For America, the nations, for the world, and for each of our lives, the power. And this time, when you hear it, this is God's prayer we're praying for now. When you hear the sound, let the people of God not only shout, but keep shouting. Let this be the greatest time of breakthrough. Shout as we praise the Lord. So the seventh trumpet, pray for God's will now. Father, we praise you. Let it be done. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, greater than we ask, more than we ask, more than we can imagine. Let it be so, let it be done, let it be done on earth as it is in heaven, in our lives as it is in heaven. Have your way as we pray for it, Lord. Let the will of God be unleashed.
0: Don the uh, the Hebrew festivals are appointed days, and uh, you know we see the Passover, where he was crucified. The first fruits denotes the resurrection, and I believe Shavat, the Holy Spirit is given. So would that not be the natural progression for the Feast of Trumpets or the Day of Trumpets to uh, be right. his return?
2: Yeah, and there's a, I mean at a large a, at, amount of time Yep, be- between Shavuot and um, and Rosh Hashanah. There's like almost half of a year there, and there's a massive amount of time between the Pentecost and, um, and the Feast of Trumpets. It's been, what, nearly 2,000 years, so it's proportional. It's not the same, obviously, but it, it is
0: proportional. It is, it is. And I think the mystery again the the mystery about it and uh you know many many rabbis have tried to calculate and name a day as as did many Christians in the United States um, they'd write books on you know the day but uh the reason it's it's also hidden in the ceremony is because it's the day you know and nobody knows the day or the hour so we get back to are, are, are you prepared for that day and that we should live our lives every day as he's going to return because no one knows the hour. I mean, will, will we make it to the uh, the uh, soccer game or swim meet tonight? You know, the, the heavens could just turn and, and, and we'll know. I mean, without a doubt, the world will know if God's trumpet is sounded I mean I can hear the I can hear the uh tests of the civil defense horns, you know, wherever I am in the area. First Wednesday of the month. Even if it's yeah, and then <laughs> and so so if your enemy knows that you do a test the first um Wednesday of the month, would not that be the day he would attack? <laughs> Just like, mm. You know? Wow. I mean, why do we advertise these things? But uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um same same way as, you know, if we know God was coming on on uh February twenty ninth, that uh you know, how, how would that differ our lives? How would that differ a non believer's life? Um
1: the, the good news is we can be prepared. The good news Amen. is that he sent his son Jesus so that we would be that's right. I mean, I'm I'm on a roll right now. Yeah, he sent us Jesus mm-hmm. so that we would be in right relationship with God the Father, that we would be acceptable before Him, and that's the good news, and that's the that's the excitement. And I add, uh, we we have these other sayings like He is dot dot dot, mm-hmm. and now I've got this one that Kevin you've uh, repeated again and again today is the day. Dot, dot, dot. The day. The day is coming, and that is so exciting. The day is yeah. coming when he's going to cleanse the world of all the sin, that he's going to call us home, that he is going to give us a new heaven and a new earth, that we are going to be free forever in his presence, that all right. of the things, all the evil that the devil and all his cohorts have brought on us— mm. Uh, will be yes. done they will be done they will be thrown into that's the right. into the um uh, the deep abyss to never to become uh, out again that he is triumphant and i will blow that horn that's right. i will listen Damn to that man. horn that's right. yeah. and that's why we have to get excited about that there he is <laughs> It. Thank you Jesus. So that's the excitement. That's why this feast and the his, the historical all the things that we've shared is that God is Jesus Christ is coming back. That's and right. he's coming back that's right. in all his glory and every knee will bow. Every every means every. Everyone every. will know. They will be without excuse. And that's when we come before him. So, uh Get your, get your name written in the book of life. That's right. Surrender your life to Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter free.
0: where you've been or what you've done. That's right. doesn't matter if you're in jail at the moment. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're out of jail or you're recovering. Um, Jesus has a place for you. Amen.
1: We have all sinned and fallen short. We have short all sinned. And fallen, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's we have right. all sinned, but he says... Come to me, surrender your life, and I will give you new life. I will give you an abundant life. I will give you um, what uh, I created you to be.
0: Yeah, I read they blow that trumpet a hundred times. I can barely (laughs) blow it once, so I think I better practice and get ready.
1: (laughs) I've got to practice on the shofar that I have. I was. That's right. I was. Lo- that's right.
0: If you bring it, you better blow it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blow it and not blow it. Yeah, don't blow it. That's a kind of a. That's kind of a play on words, right? Blow that's, it correctly. That's right. Because they used different tones when they were going into battle to yep. represent different aspects of, of obedience to God. Yeah, they there were different tones, and, and so I, I it,
0: need to practice. Blow that. it and not blow it for you that or just learning English. Uh, that means do it correctly and don't screw up. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, right. that's right. A joke about himself. Mm-hmm. So we need to say uh, stay excited. That's
0: right. And I don't want to be uh, yeah given over to a depraved mind. That's right. I mean that's that's again that's where uh, um, the Bible talks about um, his return. Yeah. And that'll be the condition of the, the world. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he came to save us. He didn't came, come to save the world as is. Mm-hmm. He came to save his, his sheep,
1: his children. Right. And will he come back and see us being faithful or be one of those that um, they did it their way? I did it my way instead of his way, instead of Yahweh instead of Yahweh.
0: Yahweh. There you go. That's a good one.
1: There
2: is a tradition about the blowing of the horn that um, the day is basically the time when Satan comes before God Almighty and starts accusing us of all the things we've done wrong. And the tradition says that the blowing of the shofar confuses Satan. So you want to blow it as much as possible
1: that means don, I've gotta practice <laughs> that, that means we gotta
0: practice, yep uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the horn means a lot of stuff, you know the the long blast and a short toot that means lift the bridge up because a tall ship is coming through uh, wow, and uh so right right down here in our harbor, we have a perfect example of of uh a trumpet being sound, sound for it. the coming of something something bigger than uh we can just we can just go under that bridge with our little boats
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: some portions of this were edited, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, getting back to the uh the horn. Yeah, the the horn was, yeah, the horn is meant um, as a greeting, and please come in, please come in, it's safe to come in. An invitation. The entrance is open, the entrance is open. Ah. There is something that's going to change dramatically as that As you pass through. That's right. That's right. It's good to remember that.
0: Yeah, whether that's here to there, or that day, or life to death. Because uh, death is but a pass-through to life everlasting. That's right. Whoa, i got to write that down. That yeah. was pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, as I've said before, it's a thin veil between uh, us living on earth and being in heaven. As I commented about my wife being in and out of heaven the last couple of days, she was alive. And uh, it's real. Heaven is a real place. It is. And he's called us to share the gospel with as many people as we can, because that is the truth. He is the truth. He is the truth. And we need to proclaim that. He is the the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God, for sacrificing your own son, that he would just Mm -hmm. suffer all those things for me, because you wanted me to be in relationship with you, and so you sacrificed your son. And if that's not enough to just kind of look at you know, each of our own lives and what we're thankful for, and that's what the feast was all about, is what has God done? What has God done in my life? What has God done for his people, the Jewish people, the Israelites? Mm-hmm. What has he done? And we, we need to remember that. That's why these feasts— It all points, what does it point to? It points to his return. It points to him coming back.
0: That's right. It's just basics. I mean, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Yes. You know, remember his return to keep ourselves holy. Mm -hmm. And we can be, because he is holy, we are holy. That's
1: right. Amen. That's the whole point of this podcast. He is coming back. He is returning. And be ready. Be ready. Be Be doing what he has called us to do. And that's to share his love and share the truth with everyone that we meet.
2: We've said a few things about uh, the traditions. And I, I'd like to read a little bit from Barney Kasten, who is a Messianic Jew. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that many of the classical rabbis saw a connection between Rosh Hashanah and the Messiah, Um And he cites a commentary from the 8th century, and I'd like to read this.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, please do.
2: Messiah ben David, the son of David, Elijah and Zerubbabel, peace be upon them, will ascend to the Mount of Olives, and Messiah will command Elijah to blow the shofar. The light of the six days of creation will return and will be seen, The light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and God will send full healing for all the sick of Israel. Mm. The second blast, which Elijah will blow, will make the dead rise. They will rise from the dust, and each man will recognize his fellow man, and so will husband and wife, father and son, brother and brother. All will come to the Messiah from the four corners of the earth from the east, from the west, from the north, and from the south. The children of Israel will fly on the wings of eagles and come to the Messiah. Now, think about it. Think about a Jewish person, a Jewish rabbi writing this centuries ago, and that's pretty much what we believe. There's a little bit added to it, but it's, wow, that's a really powerful prophecy.
1: That is really powerful. And you said that was 800 A.D.? That is...
2: 800. Mm hmm 8th century, right? Wow.
1: That's beautiful. That is. That is. The the picture is beautiful. I mean, the picture is beautiful how everyone will come to the Messiah, that we will see things as they are, that we will see our brothers and we'll see our sisters.
0: And if they haven't seen the Messiah, they will see the Messiah.
1: That's right. Right. Thank you, Don, for sharing that. That is... uh, uh,
0: I love that. So Grover, do they have any trumpets in your part of the country? Or what's, um, or what's on your mind?
1: <laughs> actually, I was
3: I've been very blessed. There was a, uh, a church that I was attending for a while and that it was not only um, sermons and lessons but it was actual demonstrations and visualization and the pastor had brought uh, a shofar. And would blow the shofar oh yeah and it would send chills through my body when that he would uh, blow that so yes I have been privy to it.
1: Good pastor friend of mine uh, the person why I'm in uh, the jail doing a men's ministry he blows the shofar before every service
0: in in the jail area no
1: he he blows the shofar yeah can't bring it into the jail
0: i suppose But that's uh, he, a... but
1: uh before each of his services he blows the shofar and so i am going to take some lessons from him yeah because i believe we need to herald his coming i believe that before maybe even at the beginning of the podcast that we do a short blowing of the shofar there you the go horns. you know because that's preparing us. That's preparing us. That does. He's coming back. Prepare and he's the us. way. He's, Prepare the way, and it's like so. Everyone's going to hold Sandy accountable for that because I will do that. I am going to do that. In fact, I've got a men's retreat this weekend. I think I'll bring my shofar with. Bring it along. Yeah. See who can blow it.
0: So, 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 are you going to be out in the, uh, out in the uh, well wilderness, basically? Yeah. Or yeah. the you know, yep. the woods area. Right. Going that's, to, that's where it sounds the best.
1: That'll be great. That's where it sounds yeah. the best. So thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you. I'm thankful. I'm just so thankful that we're even able to do this and to share this from the bottom of our hearts. You know, I, um, I had to um, talk to um, uh, a couple of the men in the, um, in the jail because I felt under attack. And I felt that they were uh, besmirching Jesus Christ. And the one man said, because I said, you're talking about the most important man in my life, and you're calling him a a fungus. And I says, "Um," and uh, what he did, and this was before other people in the jail, other men, he said, I did not know that affected you like that. Please forgive me. Please Mm. forgive me. And that's my prayer, you know, just please forgive us, Lord. You know, just please forgive us. Strengthen us. Come alongside. Just lead and guide us as we seek your face. Yep, forgive them
0: because they did not even know what they did.
1: Exactly. And that was, talk about an example right there. Is like they didn't even know what they had done. Right. But I had to bring it to their attention. I had to represent Jesus Christ and be his ambassador. And it's like, please forgive me. And that's, if anyone, you know... um, I've been going into the jail for like 12 years. That is huge for a, a person that's wow, in jail that is. to humble himself and say, please forgive me. And uh, that set the tone for the rest of the uh, uh, of the study that we had. So I'm just thankful. I'm grateful. I'm thankful for all you guys. I'm thankful for all the people that are listening. I want them to know that Jesus Christ wants that personal relationship with you to bring you to the Father, and to, to bring you freedom from everything that's, that's happened in your life.
0: Yep, God's desire is to reclaim his people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> we are a peculiar people. <laughs> some. S- s- and what degree of peculiar? Some, some are more peculiar than others.
0: <laughs> so, so we're arguing a degree of peculiar, and uh, God just says we're all peculiar
2: yeah, unique. Yeah, They're we used unique. to sing a song. unique.
1: We're uniquely peculiar. <laughs> That's right. Remember, we used to sing a song. Well, you are a chosen generation, a, pe- a peculiar people. You've oh yeah. Called by His name. That's right. Uh, but in His sight, we are precious, and we are the apple of His eye. And He has forgiven us, and He has restored us. He has reconciled us to the Father, and He has given us new. Life. As a son, I can say I had that as an acronym for a son. Um, Salvation offers newness. N E W N E S S. Salvation offers newness, a new life. Son. Thank you, son. Thank you, Jesus, the son of God.
0: So, does anyone have a uh, feel like uh, they have a closing prayer prompted by the Spirit?
2: I can pray if you'd like.
0: Yes, go ahead.
2: Father, we thank you for this special day. Lord, it is just such a treasure to think about your return, to think mm-hmm. about the the trumpets that will be mm-hmm. blown, uh, to see us meet you in the air and to be with you for all eternity. Lord, what a wonderful thing that this is and how much we look forward to it. Oh, Lord, come quickly and come soon, we pray. Um we just long to be with you, and thank you so much for this time of the year when we can do a little bit of spiritual house cleaning and find those areas in our lives where we need to improve and ask forgiveness for things that we may have overlooked at the time. God, do bring those things to our minds that represent our our rebellion against you and our our sin against you that we can take care of those and repent and change and become better people because of your your conviction thank you lord for not giving up on us yes but for encouraging us onward and upward thank you lord amen
0: amen amen
3: amen and thank you don and this is a good lesson perhaps for others as well as for me I had it on mute so the background noise wouldn't interfere, and I was trying to get it unmuted when the invitation was given to anyone who wanted to pray. And as Don began to pray, I got to thinking about always be prepared.
0: Yes. Always be prepared. Always be prepared. Always. Always. (laughs) Always. So do you want to pray that prayer then?
3: Uh, I can.
0: Yes. Go ahead.
3: We come before you, Heavenly Father, in the blessed name of Jesus, your only begotten, the Son, and our Lord and Savior, humbly and thankfully, Lord, for all thy blessings, Lord, and for another day. We pray for those who are listening and for those who are participating and those who are laid up and going through whatever they may be going through in a hospital or incarceration or whatever, Lord. You know each one of us down to the hair on our head. So we ask you, Lord, to please keep a hedge of protection around us, to bind the devil, his demons, everything ungodly from us, and to help us to come out from amongst the world as you have instructed and to be holy as you have created us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you.
2: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you, brothers.
2: Thank you.
3: Yes, sir. sir. That's
2: it.
0: Here Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church. A network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as pgn.church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations.